We have been calling this global pandemic an uncovering. Amidst the sickness and the suffering, we are discovering so much of what has already been true. Systemic oppression, economic disparities, racial injustice, these are ever existing truths that we've had to face and addressing them now alongside our own circumstances has been both our challenge and our responsibility. Thankfully, amidst these difficulties, this season of lament has also unearthed some beauty and hope. I'm talking about you. <laughs> Here in this space, among this small but mighty group of people, we have done some uncovering. And we have discovered that our deacons have been the heartbeat of our connection and community in these times. You have blessed us. So let me bless you this morning in this ritual moment with a little help from Romans 12, 13, part of what Naomi just read. It's directly from today's lectionary, totally unplanned, but perfectly fitting. And I'd like to read Romans 12, 13 in several translations. So hear these words. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers, Romans 12, 13. Take a constant interest in the needs of God's beloved people and respond by helping them, Romans 12, 13. Look on the needs of God's holy people as your own. Be generous in offering hospitality, Romans 12, 13. Share what you have with the saints so they lack nothing, Romans 12, 13. We hear the voice of God in these words. It is a prophetic invitation to a deeply important work. It is a call that is extended, one that has been answered. Because this season has revealed what is already true about each of you. Joyce, Sarah, Paul, Naomi, and of course Heather and Jana and Augie. You have looked on our needs as your own. You have been generous in offering your love and service. Your creativity and care and commitment is a gift to us. The purpose of today is not to set you apart as higher or better or to call you to become something in the future. You have already said yes. And now we just want to say it too. We say yes. Yes to who you already are. Yes to the work you're already doing. Yes to the life you've been living. See, a call is as simple as acknowledging the realities of a needed response and acting. We recognize your sense of call this morning. Something drew you to this opportunity. Call it timing, call it instinct, call it a need you practically filled, but definitely call it spirit because your response has created an abundance of sacred moments between us. We bless this call. We bless your response with all our love and affirmation. We affirm the work you are doing. It matters. It's significant. You are laying a foundation. You are planting and nourishing hope for our future. You are contributing to the thriving of our community. Our community thrives. 
You are sacred artists doing sacred work. We see this and we, your whole entire community, breathe our love and our energy and our prayers into your life and onto your role as ordained deacons. We bless your sense of calling and we, we bless, bless your, your ministry, ministry to, to others. others. We bless your ministry to others. Let me talk about this in three brief ways. First, we bless you as our peers and colleagues in ministry. Jesus did not hoard power. He was not the bottleneck for the kingdom and family of God being birthed on earth. He shared power with his followers, making them co-laborers with him and with each other. He deconstructed hierarchy. Too few churches have followed his example. The harvest remains great, that's true, but the workers remain few because so often we think only those with titles and credentials can or should do this work. No, the church is always the work of the people, always. And as you do that work, whether as pastor, trustee, deacon, teacher, builder, volunteer, counselor, lactation consultant, whatever, however you do this work of birthing God's kingdom and being a part of that on this earth, you are the answer to generations upon generations of prayer that God would call more workers into the field. Second, we bless you to be creative problem solvers, ever looking for new ways to meet new needs each new day that God gives us. The Spirit of God is said to be like the wind, ever moving, impossible to capture, but we can move with it and let it carry us as we nav navigate in an ever-changing world with new challenges. You know the challenges of our day well. We are in the midst of a loneliness epidemic, it's been called, as well as in the midst of an epidemic of deaths of despair, it's been said, in which skyrocketing numbers of people are dying from suicide and drug abuse and alcoholism. Despair is gripping our society. Overly simplistic, dualistic, either-or thinking is the norm. Nationalistic fervor is overtaking the classic anti-empire stance of Christianity. Our social media cities have seemingly fallen to the zombies who want to feast on those who still believe in the power of unity, the power of self-giving love, the power of resurrection that can follow when we dismantle oppressive death systems. We believe in that resurrection. We practice it. And amidst all this, your pastors, we, we bless you to be nimble, creative, bold administrators of God's radical resurrection love. We hope you take this up on us. Uh, we hope you take us up on this. We want to struggle to keep up with you as you do this work. We want to be wowed at how you multiply 
loaves and fishes and fish and nourish our community in ways that we hadn't thought of continuing in the strong heritage of the peace deacons. And third, we bless you with ears to hear and eyes to see as you do this work. That's a little odd. Hear me out. Marshall Rosenberg of Nonviolent Communication Fame or Infamy, if you don't like that book, says that if you listen close enough, all you will ever hear people saying are please and thank you. But they will say it in really strange ways that tragically get in the way of them being heard. They will say, I thought you were a caring person. Or they'll say, you're the most unchristian person I know. And what they mean is, I'm really, really hurting right now. That there's this deep need in me that isn't getting met. Can you help, help, help? On the other hand, they might say, you are Jesus incarnate. You, are, you must be the second coming of Christ right here on earth. Or maybe they'll touch your shoulder and look into your eyes and they'll say, you listen better than my spouse does. When what they really mean is, thank you. Thank you. I feel seen and heard for the first time in a long time. We bless you as you do the work to attend to all of these pleases and thank yous, but we also caution you against making these pleases and thank yous about you. Our Bible says that no servant is greater than the master. Jesus says, or Jesus says that meaning that if you are praised by others, it's because the creative, life-giving, resurrecting spirit of God is flowing through you. It's not about you. And yet, if you are persecuted by others while you're doing that resurrection work, that oppressive system dismantling work, if you face persecution, that's not about you either because it's about the one you follow who was crucified by the powers of this world that hate God's light, which drives away darkness. And so, in these and in so many other ways, we bless your ministry to others, and we bless your ministry to self. We bless your ministry to yourself. When we put ourselves in service, the temptation is to serve everyone but ourselves. We can become so sacrificial that we lose our sense of our own worth. We become either overinflated by the vast helpfulness of our service or our work collapsed into what we do for other people, the identities and needs of other people. We can lose sight of the diamond inside of us, forgetting the nurturance our own souls require. The temptation is to take on everything, to never rest, to never not say yes, to Sabbath only sporadically, to log out next to never, because what will happen if we stop working? Will the world cease to turn? Will the hungry cease to be fed? Will the arc of history cease to bend toward justice? We become so engrossed in our own work that we begin to believe it is us. 
in whom the world lives and moves and has its being. Which is why serving can be both the most rewarding calling and the most dangerous to our egos. The long path of service asks us to stick close to humility, knowing that the fate of the world does not revolve around us and also that we are the beloved, deserving also of every good thing and every thriving and every joy and every breath of fresh air and moment of peace and rest. This, this is the paradox of humble service. To do it well, we must both accept and deny ourselves. We know we are close to God when a paradox appears. We see this paradox in the example of Christ who nurtured his own soul in mountaintop meditation and poured himself out to heal, teach, and proclaim forgiveness at ground level. Who, the Christ who relentlessly pointed out, here is the kingdom of God. Here is the kingdom of God. Here is the community of heaven, right here, inside of you, inside of us. It is an infinity loop that both gives and receives and gives again and receives again. So, as we affirm today your call, your suitedness, your willingness, your giftedness in service, we affirm the community of heaven inside of you. We also affirm your individual inner worth and the priceless value of your soul and the importance of your mental and emotional health and your deservance of rest, your relational wellness, and your wholeness. With the responsibility of serving others comes even more powerfully the responsibility of serving your own soul. And this means operating from authenticity, fueled by the passion and energy of the divine within you. We say, we say, resist this temptation. Resist the temptation to take your output outside the bounds of your input. Resist the temptation to unboundary yourselves. Bless the world beginning with the blessing of self-love, self-care, self-reflection, so that your soul is full enough to overflow with blessing for others. You are blessed to receive and blessed to give. We bless your self-care and nurturance. We bless your call, service, and care for yourselves. Amen. Calvin is right now going to lead us in a brief song meditation. You will